bought all this equipment. You don't tell me what to buy. Don't tell me to buy a new one. Buy a new one. If you want some new one. I get in here and I'm trying to do this podcast and my dang, my headphone cord's wrapped around my microphone and my headphones are flipped around where my cord's rubbing the mic. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make you and Jessica set a separate desk over here, two different microphones. If if Jesse don't start getting her coffee cups out of the podcast studio, I'm gonna pitch a fit. How about that? That one's got a C on it. Yeah, but that's the one she drank C's out of. C stands for cornbread. But that's the one she drank out of. Got your name to it. There's mine over there. Oh. <laughs> Yours got a spoon in it. You was eating cereal in here. You no, weren't drinking coffee. That's from my. I'm gonna Pe- put a spoon my peanut instead. butter. Oh come on, man! My peanut butter. Daddy will. Daddy will go in the kitchen, make a bowl of cereal, and a spoonful of peanut butter. Eat the spoonful of peanut butter, then eat the cereal. Believe that. I can. You can't trust anybody that just eats a spoonful of peanut butter. Can't do it. How come every time you talk, it sounds like a dang hen's talking? Because every time I talk, you start firing up that dirt all over. Son, the countdown is over. They, they, different parts of the count can't count down. It's the countdown's about to begin. Mm-hmm. The countdown has begun. Well, when you start rounding, what about the countdown to the countdown? No, there ain't no such a thing. I feel like a lot of people got a countdown to the countdown. No, there ain't no such a thing. Now, Daddy has this Mac Tools calendar. Hanging up a little bitty calendar, and it's it's oh, been yeah. and it's on March of 2020. That's right, son. And I asked Daddy the other day. I said, Daddy, why don't you just why don't you get a, a calendar updated <laughs> for a year and take it off March? He said, Nah, it's always turkey season in this truck. <laughs> Believe that, son. Believe that. Talking about my old truck, put a fuel pump on it. Wow, that was pretty tough, wasn't it? Mm. Hey, this is red-blooded outdoors. And that over there is Ratchaloon. And that over there is corn pop. What about when we put that dang fuel pump on the truck? How did you like that? I didn't like it that much. I'm not big on having to work on everything, you know? So for, for all y'all folks out there, this might rub you the wrong way, that uh, act like y'all doing some stuff. If you ain't working on your own vehicle... Quit talking about all this stuff you're doing. Yeah. If you can't pull your truck up. Oil change ain't that hard. Yeah, I ain't talking about oil change. If you can't if you can't pull your truck up, loosen the bolts up on one side and take all the bolts out of the bed on the other side and now, jack that booger up and say, I'm going to replace this fuel pump. It's going to be hard. It's going to be aggravating. Then now, there's they some things I just won't do. Like what? Like when I had that little Nissan and that head gasket blew on it. I, I couldn't do that. But what can you do without me to begin with? Everything. <laughs> Everything. Name I it, it, I can do it. Name it. You can't call up no gobbler. I could call up. I could, I, call, I could sit right here in the backyard and call up a gobbler from East Tennessee. I would challenge you, but uh, we know you won't do it. I would challenge you, but huh, like you do every year, you done lost your power crystal again. But I got I got a sack full of turkey calls sitting in there. That's, you, that's do you know fresh. that every year you lose that power crystal <laughs> right around this time, and you always end up finding it? I know it. That I, we'll be turkey hunting, and you'll pull it out of the bag, and we're like, thought you lost it. 
No, it was in the bag. Boy, there's been a many a <laughs> there's been a many a bird succumb to death, doom, and destruction because of that pyre crystal. A many a bird. A many a bird has succumbed to it, son. They thought, oh, there, there, Felicia up there, telling me to come on and what's that song say? Go to Applebee's. Get us a dang yeah. Oreo milkshake. Yeah, that's what <laughs> the song says. Come here, let's go to Applebee's. And, and then the next thing, well, pow, son. Mess his head up for him. Wow. So, yeah, the the countdown is over. You know when the countdown The countdown's still going, I think. No, it's not. First day hasn't, or no. shooting time, shooting no. light hasn't hit, countdown's still going. No, no, going. no. No, no, no. What? <laughs> yeah? The countdown is over. When you gear up, when you gear up, and tomorrow is gear up day. You know why? Why? Because Friday, when I get off work, I'm coming home. I'm picking up the G man. We're going to meet Shorty Jessica, uh, Jessica Shorty <laughs> Jason and Victoria, and we loading up and bouncing out. The countdown's over. We got the gear up tomorrow. Speaking of gear, you need to remind me tomorrow to go get a battery for that red dot sight on our yeah. shotgun. Well, that, yeah, believe that. I did go to Ace Hardware today, and they were sold out because mm-hmm. I was going to get one. But. I just talked. I was on a bit a Zoom chat with uh, Scott Craft was on there, and he asked me, did I ever get to shoot the turkey thug? And I said, no, Cooney got the wrong batteries, but he watched the 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 live video oh, Saturday yeah. morning that we did that uh no Not you, that you, you did. didn't do it I was part of it what was you doing Saturday morning what do you mean you was part of it what was I doing Saturday morning yeah this was the the uh, I did one where G Money was shooting his new shotgun that he got oh oh Saturday morning I was I was cleaning that truck yeah Cooney's trying to get into some detailing yeah. Detailing some vehicles. I detailed one Saturday morning, boy. You said it was pretty rough with mold, didn't it you? It was. Did you wear that mask like I, did I told you? I wear the mask. I you know, did. one thing about those masks, those respirator-type masks. It was like one of, them, one of them ones that's got like the... Filters on the sides. It's like comes out and it's got like two big purple you discs look, on the end. It's, it was yeah. it's like a painting mask, really. You take them off and you look like Cobra Commander. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, we'll go with that. Do you know who Cobra no. Commander is? You don't know who Cobra Commander I've is? I've never heard of that. Man, when I was a kid, G.I. Joe was the cartoon, son. Back when I was a kid, we'd go to the video exchange and you'd get a Cobra Commander action figure. <laughs> son. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you wore that. You got those, those masks like that. You got to look at them and make sure they ain't dirty and dusty on the inside. Mm-hmm. You got to clean them before you put them on. Yeah. Just don't grab it and slap it on your, your knot head, and it's got a black witter in it. So did you look at it and clean it, it out? Yeah, because it had been sitting forever, so I blew it out with an air hose. Oh, okay. Sure so was, Make sure all the dust so there was, was that oil in the air compressor that you also blew into the mask and then put it on your face? Yeah, but that, that stuff's good for your immune system. Wow. See, that's what I'm saying. You can't do nothing without me. Nothing. I did it, and you weren't there. When the countdown is over, 
for turkey season, Coney. What is in the gear sack? You you've done explained, you've done taught. Who what what we say that old guy's name was that was half Canadian and half British that was going turkey hunting and you was explaining to him how to turkey scout. You remember that? On a few podcasts ago. No. By the way, we were supposed to have had a guest tonight and that fell through. One thing about these podcasts, I really love doing it. I really love doing it. But sometimes lining up these guests is aggravating. For all y'all out there that wants to do some podcasting, when you got a full-time job and you got a little ratchaloon you have to take care of all the time, make sure you ain't done doo-dooed in this diaper and <laughs> all this other stuff. And... uh you know, you you work on your own truck. You know, you replace the fuel pump and stuff like that. Lining these guests up be tough, son. Let me tell you something about that fuel pump. I ain't pump. complaining. I'm, I'm the truth of staying when the world's on fire. It gets a little tough. You wasn't quite sure about the way I was explaining to that fuel pump, was you? When I told you we was just going to jack the bed up and tilt it and then go in between the bed and the frame. Yeah, because... I was like, well, I can't fit up in there. I didn't think I could, so... We jacked the bed up on the driver's side, y'all, mm-hmm. and I scrunched up and under there and got in between the bed and the frame of the truck. Because the fuel filter for that thing's at the front of the tank. Mm-hmm. Daddy thought it was way it's back right. here in the back where you yeah. could work in the wheel well. And we're jacking up. I'm like, no, that ain't going to work. We got to get up there. Daddy's like, well, I didn't know what thing was up there. I didn't. I looked. I looked back there, me and a buddy had looked back there, and we thought it was in the back, and I thought, well, that ain't going to be that bad. It's just right over the, the tar there, and, uh, and the, you know, the fender has already got some hump to it. Yeah. I said, that ain't going to be that bad. But lo and behold, once we got that booger jacked up, I was like, you said, no, that ain't it. It's up there by the cab. I said, hush, almighty son. And then, let, let me go ahead and tell y'all, if y'all go do a fuel pump, to save you the confusion and for you to think you're going to have to return that fuel pump, oh. turn the truck on let it go through some cycles because it's got that little lever on there that when that lever moves, it it corresponds or it sends the signal to your gas gauge. It's yeah. all electronic. That's your float and the yeah. arm. Yeah. So when that reads, it's going to tell your gas gauge you you won't eat or full or however right. you know and when we first put it in there we just crunked the truck up nothing yeah it what'd you say it read over full oh it, it buried the needle yeah it, it like now i'm not talking like buried the needle at full i'm talking took the needle completely off the charts so what we ended up having to do was just turn the key on and move that float manually and let it sit yeah and then move it a little bit more and just kind of work it. Yeah. Jason, that was Jason's idea because yeah. we had that booger put in. But now we didn't, we hadn't let the bed down yet and uh, fired that nugget up and it buried the needle. Hot oh, mine. And we took it out and looking at the instructions, which I don't never read the instructions, but looking at them, you could tell that the, so either either they did the instructions wrong on showing you what the gauge was because the gauge was reversed. Yeah. Or the gauge actually on the fuel pump itself was reversed. 
So got back in there. And what's wrong with your eyes? Why I'm itching? Itching eyes? Itching well, you eyes. freaking me out doing that. Oh, God. So we pulled the the fuel pump out, and uh, he had to work that arm a little at a time. Let that thing say, okay, right, I'm I'm feeling what you're putting down now. I thought, man, if I got to take this fuel pump back and uh, go get another. It was a, it was a, one of them jobs where you're like, yeah, we'll be out of here in an hour and a half, two hours. We'll just pop it out, put it in. We'll be on the road. Yeah. It turned in. We got there at, what, like 10 o'clock? And I think we left at like 4.30. Yeah. But we, but, we wasn't in no rush. And yeah, but we, we also, we also broke a wire off of it and then had to solder the wire back yeah. on there. Some, it's all good. And while Daddy, I left Daddy doing that fuel pump, I took old Miho to the vet. Yeah. Let me give y'all a little, a little representation of how chunky this dog is. Dog six weeks old, weighed nearly seven pounds. That's a chunky dog. Sounds like you when you was a baby. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like you when you was a baby. That's a chunky dog. Just old so. chunky coon. Just old chunky. <laughs> Had little fat, you had little fat rolls on your legs. It put socks on on your dang feet down there, and your fat rolls would come up top of the socks, just go over the top of them. I tell you what, that little miho. You go out there to feed him, it's figure eights around your leg until there's food in that bowl. When you when you was a baby, we used to have have to put salty britches on your cankles. That what it was. So. so so your fat rolls when they rolled over your socks wouldn't you, you fat. had to make it wear two socks so when you were a baby <laughs> so you wouldn't get dang chafed cankles <laughs> oh i burnt you with that one son so anyhow we're trolling on me <laughs> or moling on me that's what it was coney i've asked you three times what when the countdown is over and it's time to gear up for turkey season what is on the gear list okay <laughs> quit being silly and answer this let's question. run through our basics real quick okay all now right. go slow and explain each thing all right starting off so these these are your basics your, your clothing let's let's start with our clothing okay so you got to have a shirt the ideal shirt is a, a fully camouflaged shirt right long sleeve Right, and we got spring turkey season, so you you don't you not you don't want like a thick long sleeve shirt, like a winter shirt. Mm-hmm. You want a so I'm gonna call it like dry fit. Okay, you don't want a a dry fit camouflage shirt. Right. Well, you're gonna want to dress according to the weather. Yeah, I mean, like here here in Georgia, usually during turkey season, it's a little cool in the mornings. Mm-hmm. So, a, like a camouflage hoodie, or you got a, some type of jacket you wear. So the main thing. You want your arms to be covered in camo. When you're turkey hunting, you want pretty much everything covered in camo. Okay. So a good long sleeve shirt, which then entails to some good long sleeve, uh, good camouflage breeches. Mm-hmm. Camoed up. Camoed up. You're going to want you some good camouflage gloves. Okay. Now, that, your gloves ain't got to be completely camouflage. Yeah, but you, uh, but you want gloves. Yeah, yeah, you got got to have them. I'm gonna say. To, I mean, to cover up the your skin. Yeah. On your hands. Mm-hmm. Because a turkey, a turkey will pick you out in a heartbeat, son. Now, if you like us, and you, you rolling with the gloves you've had for a long time. They got holes cut where you can use your phone if you got to. Yeah. 
You like us, you got fingers just sticking out. Let me go ahead and tell you. Somebody might say, well, I don't get on my phone when I'm hunting. Okay, that's you. If I get a brand new pair of gloves, I go ahead and I cut or rip. I might even bite it with my tooth. A hole. The tip of that one index finger. Yeah, so I can, you know, get on the phone and say, Cooney, you being a dork. Cooney, pay attention. Wake up. Back and forth. You know what I mean? Yeah. So some good gloves. Good gloves. Gonna want a hat. Now, now, let me ask you on them gloves. Do you uh-huh. like to get those vented kind, the kind that are like mesh gloves? Or do you like the full-on cloth kind? I like a full cloth glove. I like the mesh ones. Because when it gets hot, when it gets hot, them them cloth gloves will burn your tail up, son. I fight through it. When you talking, when you hunting in 70, 80 degree weather, and you out there walking around like you walk working in the tundra, there ain't no sense in that. Where are them mesh gloves? I, 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 ain't, I ain't talking like a like a wool glove. I, <laughs> I ain't wearing just something you can make a snowball in your hand with. Right. I'm just wearing something that's covering my hand. I just ain't big on them mesh because they feel baggy on my hands. I like right. a tight-fitting glove. Okay. Okay. That, that comes with anything. A work glove, a hunting glove. I like a tight-fitting glove. So you're, all right, there you go. Tight-fitting glove. You getting into it. Going to want a mask. A mask now, or face paint. I'm a big face paint guy. I like face paint myself. Cause face paint, you ain't got to worry about fooling with that mask, especially with glasses. Mm-hmm. Having glasses, face paint is nice. Yeah. Cause it's hard to find a mask that you gonna have that covers up your nose that ain't gonna fog your glasses up That's, when you're breathing. There you go. The only mask I have been able to use is when me and Buck. It was. Not not long after we moved where we're at, they opened up an academy up here. And we went to that academy, and they had them hats that had the mask attached to them. And you bought me and Buck each yeah. one of those. Yeah, those was pretty nice. And those things, I, I wish I knew where mine was at because I want to use it again, but I'll have to find it. But it had the mask, and it was it was good because it wasn't like tied on your face like most masks are. Yeah. It was just sort of free. And I could throw it and set my glasses on it, and my glasses themselves would hold it up. Yeah. But it was it poked out enough where I could breathe instead yeah. of fogging up my glasses. There you go. But I'm I'm just a big face paint guy. Yeah, they I like make face it now paint. where you, they make that. We used to use that old night and hell face paint we mm-hmm. had forever. You had to dip your finger in it, wipe it on there. Yeah. Now I like using that one. It's like sort of like a mascara. Just yeah. Take it out. And yeah. Paint on your face with it. Yeah, I'd, I'd much rather use that face paint the only thing about face paint is if you hunting around in some part of the country and you stop at the store to get you a water or a snickers bar or something and you walk in there and then people ain't up on what's going down they ain't up on that it's the best time of the year the birds is gobbling they're like what in the world is going on here what is up with this joker he's got on face paint Hey, you know, it's just like when you're getting on them hounds. Have you, you ever done the gas that? Station, you got hip waders and a bump and a bump cap on. Yeah, that's all it have is. Have you ever done that? Have you ever walked into the store? I went to a restaurant and ate and had face paint on. I, I went to the store and had like my turkey mask still on. 
Well, that's ridiculous. I, I, well, I don't I, believe you ever did that. I probably You're just trying to one-up me. No. I went into the store one time, and I had on that mask when I did that truck that had the mold in the seat, that, yeah. Cobra, that Cobra Commander mask. That Cobra Kai mask. That's what I had on. <laughs> All right, so you got, now you need a hat. Yeah. Yeah, just a hat. Just camouflage, preferably. Yeah. Yeah. Not, nothing too spectacular. There you go. When, when you're turkey hunting, you don't want all these bright colors. Like, a lot of people ask, like, my my buddy Michael, who's wanting to get into it, he was yeah. like, so do I, because me and him was talking the other day, and he was ordering, like, camouflage to use for turkey hunting because he don't really have any. Mm-hmm. He was like, do I need to order, like, an orange vest or something? It's like, no. Do not wear an orange vest while you're turkey hunting. Right. Turkeys can see, like I said on here not long ago, like three miles with unobstructed view. Mm-hmm. Turkey can see real good. Yeah. So I would I would also suggest don't wear no hat that's got any red in it. Like don't wear any red colors. Yeah. And somebody goes like, "Well, I'll show mighty. Why? Why not? Well, turkey oh, head. Oh, gobbler's head get red as a beet, son." And they might be somebody out there that's just trigger happy while you're hunting, and they see a flash of a red, and it, it was your head turning, and they see it, and it's like, bam. Now I've been known to wear a brown hat while turkey hunting. Yeah. So I mean, if you got like a woods color hat, yeah, would be fine. There camouflage preferably. So that's what we're gonna go with camouflage. I'm, I'm gonna suggest some good waterproof boots. That's what I was about to say. Now, now your footwear. Yeah. Turkey hunting, especially if you turkey hunt like we do, is a lot of walking. Yeah. We covering four miles at least a day. Right. So comfortable footwear, waterproof, because you never know when you're going to have to cross creek. Creek, or if you get into some fields or food plots early in the morning. With all that dew on the ground. Yeah. There you go. Spe- especially when it's cold in the mornings and you're walking through that dew. Then yeah. Socks get wet. Believe and that. And you like daddy. You keep an extra pair of socks under the back seat of the truck, mm-hmm. and it'd be midday, and we get back to the truck, and Daddy'd go whipping his socks and shoes off and throwing some more on. So, so for your wear, you've got a good pair of camouflage gloves, mm-hmm. a mask or face paint. Mm-hmm. Make sure your arms are covered. So that's long sleeve something another of your choosing: hoodie, jacket, shirt. Whatever's weather according. Camouflage breeches. A good pair of waterproof boots. Mm-hmm. And a hat. All right. That's your get up. Now, Jim Bob Bo has got all of his clothing. Now, what What now? What's he need to get? Now, I'm going to recommend Jim Bob Bo get him some type of weapon. Okay. You got to have a gun or bow, mm-hmm. okay. preferably, to kill a turkey. So, I'm going to recommend shotgun okay that's what you target on with a shotgun shotgun your, your standard 20 12 410 whatever yeah okay you ain't gotta have nothing spectacular so just a weapon you can have a yeah. bow a crossbow yeah, a bow, whatever. whatever anything all right another thing you're gonna want to have is you're gonna want to have some type of calls preferably okay you got what i call the three main type of calls you got your slate calls yeah or you got no a lot of people call them pot, a pot calls. Call. There you go. Got your pot call and your striker. And, and then you got your box call. Mm-hmm. Then you got your mouse call. There you go. 
and there's all different types of all those calls. Yeah, long. All like I've seen box calls a foot long, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not carrying around a boat paddle with me. Right. Then, I like I like to work. A, what 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 if Jim Bob Bow says, well, why why I need to get all them calls? Why I need to get all them calls, Cooney? They all sort of let off a different tone. But yeah, to all me. yeah, all calls do. Even mm-hmm. you know, there's. I different. mean, you can buy. You can buy three mouth calls, and every single one of them sound different. That's right. You can have a real high-pitched call. Mm-hmm. You can have a real raspy call. Yeah. And you can have just one of the finest-tuned calls and, in the world. And just starting out, I think it's important for you to, to find what interests you the most mm-hmm. and what you feel com- more comfortable using and build on whatever success you got, right? Because mm-hmm. Cooney might pick this. I've had this happen. Me, Buck, and Shorty was a hunting, and uh, we was set up on a food plot. We was split up, me and Buck, and then Shorty somewhere else on this great big old food plot. We was hunting around the woods around it, and me and Buck was <clears throat> way up high. Shorty was lower. Well, I could hear a turkey gobble. Me and Buck could. That was back the direction we come. Hear him gobble every once in a while. I said, that bomb. They turkey way over there. So we went, me and Buck went and set up on the creek, tried to work him. I was calling with that uh, turkey thug, thug glass, mm-hmm. uh, pot call Buck's guy. Couldn't even hear no gobble. No, no gobble. I said, well, all right. Shorty showed up. I like, man, that's bird gobbling up there. We get a walking up through there. Buck calls with the thug glass. Boom, he fires off. He gobbles. I said, what in the world? This joker ain't gobbling at me, but he's gobbling at you. That don't make no sense. I said, give me that call. I hit an old lick or two on it. Nothing. I said, what in the world? Buck grabs the call, hits old lick on it. Boom. Joker gobbled again. He's even closer. I said, Dad, boom, we ought to set up. We get set up. I hit a lick. And I said, I'm going to call him in. He was already coming. You know what I mean? I hit old lick on it. Nothing. I hand the call to Buck. I said, this chucker will not gobble at me. <laughs> Buck hits a lick on it. Wow, he gobbles. I said, what? This, this turkey's stupid. If he's going to gobble at you and not gobble at me. So even if... <laughs> Even if if this somebody is stupid, he's not gonna gobble at me. Don't you know who I am? <laughs> Even if if Cooney's got a call and he can't, it might in your ears it may sound exactly the same than what Cooney and you both do. But it don't matter what your ears think. Yeah, if somebody's got a call and you're like. If somebody's sitting there and they're calling and you're like, man, that just sounds awful. It might sound awful as long as that turkey don't think it sounds awful. That, that's it don't what matters. Matter. That's right. So I think that's a good idea. Like you said, get all three and then you, you're going to work those calls. Practice with them, you know, of course, before mm-hmm. season. but. This is Jim Bob Bo. He's just all of a sudden decided he's getting into turkey hunting. And I mean, those aren't the only three types of right. turkey calls. Yeah. They, 
they got them like what they call like a wishbone or something like that or yeah, a wing they, bone a wing bone and, and then they got those ones i don't know we've had one but it's like button. a box yeah. yeah push button there's all kinds yeah but get that daddy used to have one and daddy's old truck and it just sat in the back seat door forever and i think it said i think it was called the yelper you remember that thing and it was like it was like a cylinder, and it come apart, mm-hmm. and on and it had a peg on yeah. that sort of went into the other piece, and yeah. you just it's a type of pot call. Like yeah, I don't even know what happened to that thing. So you get the, you get those calls, and you work those mm-hmm. calls, and and figure out which one you're having success with, and and work and build on it. Because I'm not a box call man at all. I've got one box call wet box the wet box and i only use that booger if i'm not uh if i ain't been having no success with my mouth call or whatever and i'm working a bird mm-hmm. and it starts raining and my slate call is now a no-go because you yeah. get that striker wet that's it you, you can gotta, you can dry bust out that sandpaper or that brillo pad and you, you you can dry the top of you 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 call off mm-hmm. but if you get that water soaked into that wood yeah until it dries you out a piece off the puzzle yeah so i i keep that wet box in case it comes up a cloud and i yeah i've worked birds with it before but i'm i'm just i ain't never been a big box call man what do you think your what do you say your favorite type of call to use is because i noticed i've noticed these past few turkey seasons you've been Working that mouth call a lot. Yeah, I, I've got. I'm going to say I'm more mouth call now. Like I've noticed you, you've sort of tucked the power crystal away and sort of worked that mouth yeah. call a whole lot. I've uh, I'm more mouth call dude now. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, you know, you don't have to worry about the wind. It's easy to tote around. I've never really been the big call guy. I've never had to call up my own birds. Yeah, I know it. I'm just why, why don't you I mean I got this call that I keep working right here I worked it a little bit this, last year this pecker wrecker slate I worked it a little bit you done yeah. took my Brillo pad yeah yeah you I do straight it's, up it's ganked in, my Brillo pad from that turkey call then I started using it on your own oh boy <laughs> uh, then you got some other calls and they, these ain't necessarily turkey calls but and we've talked about it before but calls that get them to shop gobble yeah locator calls locator calls uh-huh. you got like your crow call okay crow you hit that crow call a few times he might yeah and there's been times we've been hunting i remember one time in particular last year where the crows was just pitching a fit we had seen turkey tracks all over there. yeah you done told that story oh, like 15 I? times oh, well, my bad <laughs> he gobbled at a crow at a real crow yeah at a real crow yeah anyway then you got your owl hoop which yeah. is what you want to do early morning there you go or late of the eve yeah late evening try try what they call roosting okay and then you got some ones that that we've used before but people don't really got your peacock yeah peacock i keep one hanging in my rear view that's right then you got your woodpecker woodpecker a woodpecker call get them yeah that's right i've I've heard them gobble at real woodpeckers before you know you can do a a hawk with a woodpecker call a hawk yeah Hmm. yeah i've never heard i've heard them gobble at a hawk and i've heard them gobble at a coyote but where we hunt don't do the coyote 
because these turkeys around here are not going to gobble at that joker. Yeah, they's they's real coyotes right yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> these southeast coyotes, son, don't play. I read an article earlier that was talking about the decline of the south of the southeastern turkey population. Really? And that was a big point, and it was the coyotes. I agree. Coyotes, coons, and possums, mm-hmm. and hawks. Lot and a lot of those animals are also a reason for the decline in the bob white quail around here. I believe that. I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't care what anybody thinks about it. Hogs. These dang hawks. Oh, you said hawks. Are off the chain. They is a pile of hawks. I seen a hawk coming from work the other day, sitting on the side of the road eating like a dead rabbit or something. I mean, they, these hawks are off the chain. They'll get little baby turkeys. They'll get they'll get full grown turkeys. What now? I I ain't really thought about this, but I wonder if a vulture get alive. Vulture won't catch nothing live with. No, it. I didn't Mm-mm. figure so. Yeah, no. I didn't know if they did or it not. It goes after carrion. Carrion. The, you know another thing they say that a really mess up turkeys. What's that? Is a barred owl. A bard? No, I'm, excuse me. A great horned owl. Great horned owl. A great horned owl. Yeah. Uh, they say them things sometimes. When a turkey gobbles, they'll go. They'll fly way high up in the air, above that turkey, and come slamming down. And just from the force they hit animals with, can kill them. Whoa. Just from the force they hit them with. That's strong. Son. Yeah. That they've been known to kill gobblers in the tree, goblin, yeah. But yeah, the predators big time. Don't they ain't hardly nobody coon hunts no more. Mm-mm. Kills the coons. No, you, don't you nobody put, mess with put, a possum. You put a, a bag of corn out somewhere and watch the coons. That'd be five, six coons on them. And don't nobody mess with a possum. You can ride down the road and find seven or eight roadkill yeah. possums. Yeah. But anyway, a few more things that need to be in your satchel when you are hunting for a long bearded gobbler. We've been using these a lot more recently in these past few years than what we usually have. Binos. Yeah, binoculars. Yeah. They're pretty sweet to have. Yeah. Especially when you you walk in a piece of property and just glass. Especially if there's like food plots or fields or something Mm -hmm. on that piece of property. It's nice to be able to see out in those without having to walk the edge of them and sort of get to go. a high point to see them. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Binos. Another thing is we hunt with, we, we got one we'll use every now and then, and that's a decoy. Yeah, I don't, we don't use them that much. Not very much. Yeah. I think we used it once last year, mm-hmm. but that was about it. Another thing I've got is a seat, a seat cushion. A lot of people use a seat cushion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I, I've never really used Remember one. Remember when we used to use those turkey chairs? Oh, we, yeah. Now, those they're are real, real nice. The ground. They're, they're nice. They're nice, but the only thing about them is, is they come with shoulder straps, and if you running and gunning, they're real clanky. Yeah. They, now, I haven't uh, used one here of recent, but the ones that we had, they made a lot of noise when you was trying to get down the trail it's through just, the woods real just, real quick to me it just seems much more convenient just to sit on the ground yeah which i know that's aggravating when it's just got done raining or it's real early in the morning they do on the ground mm-hmm. but i myself just sit on the ground 
Yeah. There's been times where I've belly where I've been on my belly before. I've I've about got tired of sitting on the ground. This ain't a complaint, but it hurts my butt now. And my legs will go to sleep in a hurry from sit just straight up sitting on the ground. A lot of times when you lean up against a tree, you know there'll be that root there. Oh yeah. That's digging in your butt. So I bought me a a cushion this year. I'm gonna run that cushion and start using it. Which normally when we're turkey hunting, we don't hardly sit down unless we're on a bird. Yeah. Unless there's a bird close. Right. So I mean, most so, uh, of the time it's it's up and moving. So so something to sit on. Mm-hmm. Uh, is and, is optional. Yeah. It's optional. This, this next one's optional too. Okay. And I wrote it down because it would come in real handy. And that's like some type of bug repellent. Absolutely. 100%. It's hot out. It's getting hot out. Mm-hmm. The mosquitoes is back. And I yeah. don't know about where you live, but around here in the GA, yeah. we got them mosquitoes that'll pick you up and drag you home. Yeah, I don't think our mosquitoes are that big. That big. <laughs> that, there's so many of them. So some good bug spray. Good good bug spray, whatever. Okay. And uh, this next one is not optional. Because if you decide this is optional, you'll have to go to the store and buy you another shirt. Okay. <laughs> and that's toiletries. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You to paper towels, toilet paper, old newspaper, something. That's right. Because there's been a many a time that I had to cut the sleeves out of a shirt. Cut them. Yeah. No joke. And now this toilet paper right here just don't go for turkey hunting. Uh, you keep toilet paper on you wherever you go. Why are you saying toilet paper? Toilet paper. Toilet paper. You 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 keep saying toilet toilet paper. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. <laughs> it's toilet paper. That's what I'm saying. Toilet paper. Wow. What in the world, son? Dude. So that that's my essentials list. Okay. I think you forgot one thing that we started using last year that worked very well. What's that? Spray spray your clothes down with that permethrin. That's right. Yeah. for ticks because that is ticks are pretty bad especially early deer season mm-hmm. but you want to talk about bad ticks go on ahead and go out there turkey hunting and you're going to learn what bad ticks are so but that permethrin you spray it down I can't what it say 6 hours 12 hours something like that you spray what, it down what and we let did it was we just sprayed it down the night before yeah, we don't never do nothing the way the directions no, say. No, I'll, I'll tell you how to use your product. <laughs> but it worked really good. I think I got one or two ticks off me last year. I don't even think I I got one off of me last yeah. year. And I only I only sprayed I only sprayed my clothes once. Mm-hmm. I think I bought the biggest bottle they had at Walmart. We only used it one yeah. time. Bottle lasts us ten years. And there's another thing you forgot. Hmm. Shotgun shells. To go with your weapon. Oh, well, I felt like that was sort of implied. This is a gear list that you're looking at. Oh, so this is sort of like a checklist. There you go. Checking off. Boom, where you going? Boom, where you going? All right. So we got to have shotgun shells. All right, so now what would be something else you would tell a new hunter that's going out there turkey hunting by itself? Like another piece of gear? That he needs to check off that list. He's going out there hunting by himself. It's all by himself. Yeah. If you're all by yourself, 
you need to this this is not really a gear list thing right but it's on the list and it's not on my list but here's <laughs> this is something you definitely need to do if you're going by yourself or even if you're going with somebody you need to let somebody know there you go where you good job cooney but that ain't really like a piece of gear but you need to put it on your list so you don't so forget this, to do this it. is more of a checklist not a gear list there, there check, we go check gear list checklist it's a cheer list no it's not it's a checklist it's a geck it's a geck list this is a list of things that need so to you, happen so you tell somebody where your mama, you're going your daddy your auntie your man your wife your sister don't tell your dog because that yeah. Yeah, they unless, might not. Unless your dog's like Lassie or something. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And, run over. and Lassie run up and say, yo, Cooney went over there to Barry College turkey hunting and he ain't come back in seven days. They'd be like, whoa, Cooney. We forgot about him. He'd been gone a week. So so let me let me skim over your list real skim quick. Skim over my list, Diddy. Skim it, Diddy. Just, just to, uh, okay, yeah. Uh, they need to make sure to have their hunting license. Gotta, yeah, gotta have your hunting license. Make sure you have your hunting license, because I've been out there before, and pulled up, and been sitting there and said, "Uh oh, remember that morning we met Chris and we killed that bird?" And me and you sat in the truck that, for fifteen minutes trying to figure out how to purchase a hunting license online. That yeah. was the first one I bought online. Remember? Yeah, and Daddy, now Daddy just clicked auto renew, That's so now right. he ain't even got to worry about it. Yeah, because I pu- I have pulled up and said, "Uh oh, I forgot to renew my license," and be out there having to figure out how to. Because if you go somewhere and there ain't no cell phone service, you may as well forget it. You got to drive to where you can get some. Now, I don't know how it lined up to be this way, but for some reason, I have got my hunting license where I have to renew it like the 25th of January. Right. I don't know how that come. I think it was you getting it for me for my birthday that first year. And yeah. We just ended up doing it on that day. But that's like a weird Is it day. on auto renew on my account? My hunting license? No. Oh. No. Nah. Cause I I buy it for your birthday every year. Yeah, might, might as well might just well put just it keep on. Keep on doing it. Might as well buy me a lifetime. I mean, <laughs> then we ain't even got to worry about you it. You know, I should have done that when y'all was younger, cause I could have got you a lifetime license for like three hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, or something like that when y'all was just little yeah. little old knotheads. Now heads. you want to do it's like six hundred bucks. I know it. But you can still do that if you want to. No, I'm, I'm not gonna tell. I'm you about tired. Time. You still ain't paid your insurance money. We worked that out. We worked that out. You know we did. So, do you feel confident that Billy Bo Bob, right there, that that's a good good gear list, a good checklist? Now, there is one thing on this checklist that you just don't think about before you go hunting. mm -hmm. But something you constantly need to be thinking about while you're hunting. And that's gun safety. Oh, absolutely. That yep. should just be in your that's mind. A, that's a constant checklist. Yeah. That's, you should be thinking gun safety while you're at work. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree. There's one thing you did forget. What's that? You need to have something to tote them calls in. Uh, so so have you like a turkey vest? or a turkey, <clears throat> a turkey vest, which a lot of those come with seat pads on them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, a lot of them come with 
a big old compartment in the back of the vest that if you get you a turkey you can put it in there and help tote it out or if you or, or if you a minimalist like me and you like to not coat not not don't like to tote many things on you mm-hmm. get you a shirt with a frocket just put that call or whatever you're using in that frocket yeah what are you saying why are you saying frocket front pocket on your shirt <laughs> i've always called it a frocket man that's a front I, pocket uh you need to put a bottle of water on there in a protein bar or something like that we don't eat till we get home you need to put a bottle of water <laughs> we got food at the house <laughs> you need to put some water in a protein bar or something like that on there you, you always need to have a knife you need to put knife on there well i'm assuming that billy bob being the outdoorsman that he is no he's brand spanking new son he's this is his first is time. he a man because if he's a man he's gonna have a knife on him anyway <laughs> <laughs> so i'm assuming billy bob already has him a buck knife or a case knife or something right that he's carrying just day to day okay so that that's sort of implied it's like gun safety it's just always there other than that, I think that's a pretty good list. I do too. What What is the uh, all right? So let's say you can take one thing off the list. What are you taking off? Um, the turkey probably, vest. No, nah. I mean, yeah, I take the turkey vest off. Probably it's a close call between turkey vest and the decoys. Okay. And the seat cushion. Yeah. There's a few I'm, things you could take off. I'm I'm leaving the decoy at home. Um, uh, I'm leaving. What else? I'm le- I'm leaving the seat cushion at the house. If, if I have to leave something, I'm leaving the decoy, the seat cushion, and the bug spray. And the permethrin. I'm keeping the bug spray because I would rather. I can feel a tick when it bites. Well, no, you can't always feel a tick. Let Don't let me get crazy. There is nothing more annoying in the world than a mosquito buzzing in your ear while you are trying to turkey hunt. That is why I'm keeping the bug spray. Because turkey hunting is all quiet, quiet, mm-hmm. quiet. Because if he's 400 yards away and he gobbles, you ain't going to hear him that well. You're going to barely hear that gobble. Yeah. And if you got a mosquito joe and you're going and he right. gobbles you might not never hear him there you go so mosquito in your ear and wind blowing while you're trying to listen for a gobble probably two of my turkey hunting pet peeves hmm so, so I'm, I'm leaving the permethrin the decoy and the cushion at the house if yeah. i've got to leave something but but you know the permethrin is spray it down and you're not taking that with you you're leaving that yeah. at the house you know shoot you hey i think that's a good list coney i think you did good i think i did too so now i need to probably go to the store and get half of the stuff <laughs> on this list because you've lost it because because yeah there you go <laughs> i know i, I got to get gloves I need to get me some better boots for turkey hunting. <laughs> it ain't enough for me to go out there and run up a gobbler in them tinny runners. Hey, you are, I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> oh, you are not going turkey hunting in those white tennis shoes. Not them New Balance 597s, what? If, if I get out there and we go turkey hunting and you got those white <laughs> shoes on, let me tell you all what. Let me tell you. 
You remember that year? I bought them snake boots at the store, and we went walking through that briar thicket, and it was just making the loudest noise. And it was like, I don't remember that. Daddy's like, Daddy goes, you will not wear those boots tomorrow. Those boots are for if you are hunting a field bird, and we ain't hunting no field bird. We walking through the woods. I don't. I don't remember that. I remember that. I ain't never wore them since. Well, why don't you wear them? No. <laughs> you remember that night we went. All right. So yeah, let me let me break this down for y'all. I'm pretty sure it was me, Cooney, Buck, and G Money. We all went coon hunting. And we turned the dog loose, and we're sitting there listening to the dog. And Cooney pulls his hoodie off, and he's got on a banana suit. <laughs> he is wearing a banana costume. <laughs> Do you remember that? That was me, you, Buck, and Austin. I turned around. <laughs> and. <laughs> I turned around, and this knothead, it was a full moon night. It was lit. You didn't have to have no light on. I turned around, and here stood this five-foot-eight banana. <laughs> I said, son, what in the world are you doing? And they was all just dying laughing. You are such a dork, man. That's funny. I got a plethora of costumes, and I got a Santa Claus costume, two Santa Claus suits. I got a chef uniform. I got a, a banana costume. I got one that looks like a chicken. I got one that looks like the Joker from a deck of cards. So I got it all. That's a jester. The Joker. <laughs> no, that's a jester. I know. Uh. Oh, banana suit, Cooney. You were such a knothead. Good job on the gear list, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. What, what, what's going to be your next uh, getting Billy Bo Bob set up to go a turkey hunt? Well, he's got his, he's got his spot picked out. He's got yeah. everything he needs. Right. He, next is getting him in the woods. I think maybe next time you talk about uh, pattern that shotgun Yeah. and turkey habits. Like on the hunt type gig. Okay. That makes sense. Right? Mm-hmm. There you go. Bueno. Man, it's about to it's about to pop off. Mm-hmm. The countdown's over. I'm gonna need you tomorrow when we get done fishing to get all my stuff rounded up. You got the list right there. Get it all rounded <laughs> up. Bump on that. We about to uh have a bunch of guests lined up for the turkey mission every time we go hunting that them them folks is gonna be on the podcast it's about to be big son y'all uh y'all let us know what you think about cooney's gear list did he miss anything would you add something else what's in uh what's in your knapsack what's in your knapsack leave us a review on Apple, email us if you want to talk to us. Mm-hmm. You can call me. I'll give you my phone number. I don't care. Oh, I'll give you Cooney's I'll phone go ahead number. I'll say it right now. If you act right, Cooney will sign this banana suit that's laying right over there in the corner and send it to you. <laughs> if you act right, I'll show up to your turkey hunt. 
in a bland suit. There you go. <laughs> All right, boy, I love you. Love you, too. We'll holla at y'all. Deuces.